This podcast is designed for you to discover more about who you are, to challenge your old adopted beliefs, and to expand your awareness at what's really possible. I'm Adam Esco, and this is The Unspoken Agreements. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Unspoken Agreements podcast. This is Adam Esco, your host. Excited to be here, excited that you are here. There are so many places you could be right now, and I just want to say thank you for being here. Grateful to have you, and uh, excited to share with you today's topic, which is a pretty recent story that should be pretty interesting and useful for you to get pretty intentional with how you want to... uh, Use your inner critic. Use the voices uh, that you are going to share with yourself. Have that positive self-talk that's actually going to serve you get uh, the type of results that you want. So to share a little bit about me before I go into this story is I am an executive coach. I get to work with professionals, business owners, and associates that uh, come to me for two reasons primarily. One is they either know exactly what they want. They want you know, two or three things in their business or in their development or as a leader, and they want to start moving towards that. They want to be a more vocal leader. They want to have more influence. They want to um, be better at managing conflict internally or externally. They want to have a more fulfilling, uh, purposeful business life or combination of the bunch. Um, And so we just develop really 80 to 90% of the work is mindset, developing the mindset training, um, and then some strategies and tools and co-creating that to move them towards what it is they want over a three, six, or nine month period. And I will tell you, the mindset's 80 or 90% because most of the time we have these these beliefs or competing commitments that get in the way are really holding us back from getting what it is that we really want. And so the work is really an inner game of exploring that and getting people out of their own way. And it's it's a really, really fun journey. And that's where people get the, the greatest, longest-term results is going through that inner journey and having that kind of transformation. The second reason people come to me is because they don't know what it is they want. They aren't clear with their vision. They know what they're experiencing right now, whether it be burnout, whether it be frustration, whether it be lack of time, lack of energy. They know that's not what they want and they want to explore a different Uh, outcome for themselves a different chapter but they don't really have clarity on what that is and so we spend some time initially exploring what that could look like for themselves and usually it's the same thing there's usually these beliefs that are in the way like I've experienced in my past um, when I was a dentist and didn't want to be a dentist but didn't know there was anything outside of dentistry or even within dentistry that I wanted to do I just had no clarity around what my next thing was going to be. And it was, again, because I had was very limited into what I thought was possible for myself. I didn't see any options that were available. And often what I see now is that um, there are a few beliefs or competing commitments uh, that are getting, or just, maybe it's just fear itself, that are getting in the way of people finding out what it is they really, really want. What is it they want to do? What is it they want to be? What is it they want to have? And um, getting that clarity can be huge. It could be huge for your confidence. It could be huge for your fulfillment, for your lifestyle. 
and um, that's 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 a lot of fun. So anyway, uh, if you want to know more, learn more, uh, look up me up at www.adamesco.com. Okay, what I'm going to share with you now is a story that was recent that will hopefully in hearing this story, you're going to hear yourself uh, and, and and pick up a couple things in which uh, you can use for the way that you intentionally talk to yourself. This is a positive self-talk game and learning what the benefits are like. And it's also a, a little bit to increase this, your self-awareness around um, what what comes up in your head when you're not paying attention. So a week or two ago, I am giving a presentation to a group of uh, mostly real estate entrepreneurs um, that are uh, the, the topic of the conversation is overcoming imposter syndrome and how you could do that in three steps for yourself. And I'm not going to get into too much of the, the presentation. That's not the point of this. And imposter syndrome, by the way, if you don't know what that is, or maybe you've heard of it, but not sure, is, is really someone that doesn't believe that they are deserving of their accomplishments. Uh, they feel like they're a fraud. They feel like they're an imposter um, when they're actually generally very, very high achieving people. They've sometimes, uh, I've seen, um, those are sometimes my uh, clients that have achieved high, high levels of success. Uh, C-suite people, again, successful business owners, 70% of people at some point in their lives experience some sort of uh, imposter syndrome. So it's very common. And uh, and so the so the presentation was about an hour long. Um, they gave it to this this wonderful group of people, and before I gave the presentation, I had a couple notes that I want. It was a virtual presentation that I had up, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna refer to some of that um, if I need it during the presentation." And and what I found during the presentation is I wanted to actually see everyone's face on Zoom, and I wanted to see the keynote, and I hadn't done enough prep work to find out how to do that how to see their faces and how to have um, some of the notes up on a separate document. So I just was like, oh, I'm bagging. This was not my Zoom. So I got onto the, the, the leader of the organization's Zoom and I just bagged the notes. And um, there was probably a couple times where I wanted to reference something. I may have left out a couple things. And so I'm going to give myself, I, I, so after the presentation, it, it was probably a 7 out of 10 on on my personal scale. And I'm going to get to what that is in a minute. And I think I probably prepared a 7 out of 10 also, which is really interesting. So prep work, I probably was a 7 out of 10. Gave the presentation, finished on time through my subjective grading criteria of, hey, their engagement, did it land, their expressions, how much involvement there was. Um, how fast I had to go through some things, what stories I left out, et cetera. I gave myself, I'm giving myself a seven out of 10. And um, immediately after, immediately after it's done, uh, it kind of, it ends somewhat, uh, uh, you know, abruptly. There's no, there's no like, you know, there's a little bit of question and answer, then it kind of ends. And I'm, I am, I am sending the person that invited me to do the the talk an audio text saying, thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, I really, really want to get your insight on, 
hey, what worked, what didn't work, what landed, what didn't land. Like, I want to hear all his thoughts about um, how it was for him. I'm just curious because I want this is something I'll probably do over and over again. And it was a new, a uh, slightly new topic that I had to present on. So I want to get his, his insight and input. And this is someone that could give me some great feedback on it. And so at the same time, I'm audio texting him. I get an email from him saying, hey, this was fantastic. By the way, this is not too, this is not the point of this isn't to, to toot my own horn or anything. But he's saying, hey, this was fantastic. I'd love to set up a conversation at a later date because I want to hear more about this. This could have been a full day lecture. Um, and so we kind of go different routes on how to communicate with one another. And, uh, and so what I'm realizing is that we both, we both end up sending a time to talk. And so that was kind of the end of it for a moment. And this is now it's getting close to dinner. I go downstairs. I, I, I'm like, Oh good. I'm putting it. I'm, I'm putting this whole presentation behind me right now. Right. This is what I'm like saying to myself, this is going to happen. And so I'm preparing something for dinner. My, my kids are um, playing independently by themselves. I'm down in the kitchen with my wife. And what I do is I just sit down and right before I start to eat my very first bite and she's over maybe like 10 feet away by the fridge, um, which I wasn't even aware of at the time, I, I start mumbling to myself. And if you don't want expletives, then I would say mute it right now as a heads up. And if you've been listening long enough, you know that I'm going to be throwing out some expletives. Um, I say, fuck very softly. I'm like, fuck. Uh, and she goes, uh, my wife goes, uh, I'm sorry. Did you say something? Were you talking to me? And I go, Oh wow. Did I just say that out loud? I, I, I thought I was, I didn't even know I was talking to myself. I didn't know I was talking to myself out loud either. I had been ruminating about the lecture, the presentation, uh, which happened probably at that point, 30 minutes ago, maybe for the last five minutes and just totally in this dazed and confused state, thinking about all the things that I could have done better. And so there was two things which I learned, which was going on. And this is where, um, I encourage you to hear, uh, I invite you to hear something about yourself that will be useful. I was still so much, even though when I left the, uh, the presentation, which I gave in my office upstairs in my bedroom and I went downstairs, I said, oh, okay, I'm going to leave that behind me. But little did I know that it kept, it crept back into my mind, into my, into my inner voice. And I was just thinking about, oh, did they, did they get this part? Did I move too fast through here? Oh, I, you know, I remember this one person had this face that looked like confusion. Maybe he wasn't understanding X, Y, or Z. And so I just, it kept on going over and over and over again. And there were two, this is what's so interesting about it. What I realized, and this is a self-awareness game. So everyone's going to have their own dialogue on what's driving the thoughts. And what I realized over uh, probably the rest of the night is I realized there was two things that were driving the thoughts. One was sometimes we're just our own our own worst critic. We're, we're judging ourselves. And I was at half of me was judging myself. Hey, how could I have done better? Um, what did I, what did I not do well? And in those moments, I didn't want to do that. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk about that in a second. Uh, 
the second thing that I was doing and I wasn't aware of was I was actually still really concerned of how everyone who was there perceived me, their opinions about me. I was still actually very interested in being perceived in a light that was looked good. So I was worried about their judgments in addition to worrying about my own judgments. Those were the two things that were still taking up so much mental noise and energy in my mind at that time point. So here is the thing about this, okay? So we all go through certain um, encounters or quote-unquote performances, and the way I'm going to use performances is a way that my friend Brian, who wrote a great book, Shift Your Mind, used performances in his book, and I, I hope I remember it correctly, which was um, being evaluated in some way uh, by an audience, by your final audience. So something that you do that's evaluated in some way by uh, an audience, your final audience. And so in that performance, in the presentation, looking back and assessing what you could have done better is a could be a wonderful thing. And I want to do that. In fact, that's why I actually audio texted the leader of the organization to get his feedback on that. But when I am actually sitting down and about to have dinner and about to have a conversation with my wife, I don't want to be thinking about all of the things that I could have done better in those moments or how other people felt about the presentation and what their opinions were like. I want to be able to quote unquote, turn it off at that point. I want to be able to um, be present with, uh, with whatever it is I'm doing or whoever it is I care about and not still ruminate over what happened in the past performance. So here is what I did. So I basically, so she, so I go, fuck. And she goes, what? what? Are you talking to me? And I go, oh my goodness, I am actually still thinking about this past performance and I wasn't even aware of it. And so in the moment, I just smile. I go, oh my God, that's really funny. I'm laughing and I'm now looking at my thoughts that are going on as they're happening. And I kind of make this internal decision and I, and, and this is the internal dialogue that I had with myself. I'm like, Adam, it's okay. It's okay. You're going to revisit that. Um, when you meet with this person, you could even wake up tomorrow and write up a list of things that you could have done and improved. And I made a decision to do that. I put that in my calendar. I said, this is actually what I did. I, I opened up my Google calendar on my phone and I said, um, lessons from, uh, the presentation. And I set 30 minutes to actually go through and unpack the things that I could have done better. Uh, which one of which is to learn a little bit of how I could have done that Zoom thing to have the notes up, um, just to get into the nitty gritty details. And then I said, uh, and now I'm going to let it go. And I just took a, a final breath. I said, wow, I was just, I told my wife what was going on. She laughed. And then I laughed for a second. And then I thought I was all good. So then I, then I was back, back into it for a moment. And then literally uh, 20 minutes later, it just pops back in. It, the thoughts just pop back in. It's like incessant, right? It just comes back in. It's like, well, let me see if I could just sneak back in here. Hmm, what about that person that gave you that confused look? What about could you have done better? And, and that time, uh, and this is where I think where the skill and the muscle training um, happens is 
is, um, you know, just, just kind of noticing that it comes up and smiling with it and saying, it's okay. I've got time. We're going to do this tomorrow. And maybe I need to say something out loud, you know? And, and so I have my own way of, of, of now navigating through that, um, those thoughts when they come up and the inner critic that starts coming up with how you could have done better and who was judging you and how you, you know, all of that noise that keeps coming up. So, and it, so the, the story is funny because even though you think that you, um, you you are intentional and you, you self-talk to yourself and put it to rest, these thoughts come up. You, I, you can't control your thoughts. You could control your thinking. You control your self-talk. You could control your relationships with your thoughts and emotions. But in terms of where the thoughts come from, hey, they're just, they're just popping in and popping out. So, um, so every time they kind of came in and they came in a few times that night, I just kind of, um, just watched it. And, and now I'm able to give a podcast about it, which is kind of funny, but, um, just kind of watched it come in, take up space and then leave. And, uh, and that's the relationship I choose to have with it because, um, ultimately, you know, it, it, my thought is that, uh, they're going to come and go and I, my relationship is not going to be adversarial with myself. In fact, I'd rather give myself the compassion and the space to let those, those thoughts come. And I know they're going to leave. And then I could just nurture myself through my own positive self-talk. Like it's okay. They're going to come. You're going to spend, t- it's like, it's like me talking to myself as a 10 year old self. That's basically how I treat my self-talk sometimes. It's, it's this very nurturing, compassionate relationship, giving it space, giving the thoughts space to, uh, to be, and then just letting them go. So that is the story. And what I would uh, conclude in and say is, you know, if you're someone that notices that you have ruminating thoughts about whatever it is, um, how do you want to have relationship with your thoughts and your ruminations? And how can you find out what's driving those thoughts, right? For me, it was judgment over myself and judgment over what other people thought of me or how they judged me. Um, and, and that's, that's where the self-talk in those moments, when you catch yourself with whatever it is that you're quote unquote fearful of or worried of, or, you know, whatever it is that comes up for you, how do you want to respond in those moments? Do you want to pause? Do you want to breathe? Do you want to have a mantra? Do you want to journal? Do you want to do whatever, you know, what do you want to do? How do you want it to, for me, I just didn't want, I don't want that to run my life. I want to live a present uh, life with with whatever it is I'm doing with the people that I want to be. And, and in other moments, I want to set time to really grow and learn and uh, really analyze what I could have done better, but I don't want it to cross over. You know, the time for me wasn't to analyze how I could improve when I'm having dinner with my wife. It wasn't, I wouldn't, I would have missed dinner. Um, I wanted to let it go. So for you, when you are where you are, when it's like, be where your feet are, right? That sentence, be where your feet are. When you are where your feet are, how can you let go of stuff that have happened in the past? How can you let go of the things that you have coming up in your future? What do you need to prepare? What muscles and skills you need to prepare daily, weekly? What do you need to design so that you can close those windows 
and just turn down the volume so you could have a more present, fulfilling life that you choose. That's where I'm gonna leave you today. Make it a great day. Decide for yourself. Here for you always. Sending love. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please visit me at www.adamesco.com.